rich life. As we look at today's lesson, it's gonna, uh, the lesson is going to aim to recognize the value of godly wisdom for discerning the direction in which one should go. And we should also value godly wisdom in the choices we make and make a conscious effort to apply the standards of wisdom to a specific choice that needs uh, to be made. So that goes on to say we need to make good choices, and the only way we make good choices is to go into counsel with God. Most of us, we want to make the choice, then we want to include God. But if we include God first, then the choice we make are going to be blessed by God if he chooses to bless us. Proverbs is an epitome sentence in the form of a similitude or a comparison. And the book of Proverbs is written for attaining wisdom and discipline. For understanding words of insight, for inquiring discipline and a prudent life, and doing what is right and just and fair. And giving prudence to the simple and knowledge and discernment to the young. It was written for guidance. So if we're seeking guidance, we're seeking a godly advice then the book of Proverbs is a good book that we should uh, uh, constantly uh, read, we should constantly look into and constantly apply to our daily walk of life. Proverbs that enable men, and especially one of the young men, to obtain wisdom and get understanding. As uh, it, the Proverbs goes on to tell us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So as we look at today's lesson, we should glean those things out of this lesson and try to, these lessons are given to us, therefore we might have a stronger walk, talk, and being in God. Uh, the devotion and reading came from Psalms, the 34th chapter, 11 through the 18th verses. The background scripture comes from Proverbs 1. The printed passage comes from Proverbs 1st chapter, the 1st through the 4th verses, the 7th and 8th verse the 10th and 11th verse, 20th through the 22nd verse, and the 32nd and the 33rd verse. And the key verse is the Proverbs 1 and 7, and we, I'm going to read that. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So it tells us if you're foolish, you're going to despise wisdom and any instruction. See, we're too busy going about our own business rather than being about our father's business. And when we're about our own business, naturally, we can mess things up. Lord knows we know how to make a fool out of ourselves and make a fool out of things. Until we get our instruction from a trustworthy source and a source that knows the way to go, then we're going to err in a lot of our ways. Uh, with that said, I'm gonna, uh, the lesson is going to be broken down into three different outlines. The first, the beginning of knowledge, which is going to cover Proverbs, first chapter, first through the fourth verses, and the seventh verse. The second outline is don't get, and that's Proverbs, first chapter, eighth, then in the tenth through in the eleventh verse. And the third outline, lesson to wisdom, which is going to cover Proverbs, first chapter, twentieth through twenty-second verse, and the thirty-second and thirty-third verse. So as we get into our, our lesson text, we, when we get this information, we should marinate on it. We should apply it to our daily walks of life. Therefore, we might be better servants of him who sent us to do in this calling. See, this Bible was written, these words are written for believers. And those who come to God must first believe that he is. And that he's going to be a rewarder of those that diligently seeks him. 
Solomon sought God. He sought God's advice. He sought God's counsel. And God blessed him. He blessed him tremendously. Through his father, King David, Solomon became one of the richest, wisest men who walked the face of this earth. And as we look at Solomon today, we realize that he was a classic example on how you gain wealth, how you gain power, and how you gain strength in the Lord. Uh, I'm going to read, I'm going to ask that uh, Deacon Gentry read our biblical context. Okay, the biblical context. Proverb is a translation of the Hebrew word Marshall, which means a saying. The book of Proverbs is literally a book of saying. Simon clearly wrote chapters 1 to 29. Two other people are mentioned as writer. Our garson of Jacob is created with writing chapter 30. Uh, King Lamar is given credit for chapter 31. However, some Bible scholars believe that Argo and King Lemu Lunel were pen names Simon used. The wisdom is personified as a woman in Proverbs. Women are noticeable absent from it, appearing in primary relation to the young men in the book addresses. The book addresses. According to BibleMatch.com, Proverbs is part of what is commonly called the Bible wisdom literature, along with Job, Job accent, and parts of the song. It describes how to be guided in the practical, in the practical daily routine of life. In fact, the Hebrew word for wisdom, kodama, a key term in Proverbs, can have the meaning of skill, and in this book, denotes skills in the art of guided living. Thank you, Deacon Gentris. So we see in the biblical context that Proverbs is basically a book of instruction or mentoring, and it's written towards young men, although women are talked about, and, it, 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 and Solomon discerned uh, the proverb as a eloquent woman, an eloquent woman crying in the courthouse, I mean, in, in, in the courtyard where where she she was heard and she, she was given sound and, and great advice. So if we mentor kids that's coming up under us, young men, and tell them how to live right and how to act right and how to walk right and how to talk right, our guide, our goal is to point them to Christ, who was that perfect example on how we should live life. Solomon sought God's advice in everything he did. And we as Christian men and Christian women, we should seek God's counsel in every, no matter how big or no matter how small it is, we should seek God's counsel. Too many, oftentimes, we go on about our own business, and then when the thing gets messed up, then we want to call on God, and we want to get it advice then. Then it might be a little too late. This thing will keep you from erring, erring. it'll keep you from failing, to keep you out of the traps and snares of life if you just adhere to the instructions given to you in the word of God. This is a book of basic instructions before we leave earth. It can cause you, it's the difference between life and death. Trust me, if you choose to do wrong, then there's consequences to your actions. If you choose to do right, there's rewards to your actions. So 
to every action, there's going to be a reaction. Therefore, we as Christian men and women, we need to choose to do what the word of God tells us to do. And if we do that, then a lot of things that we experience in life, our trials, our tribulations, and our, our downfalls can be avoided, our pitfalls. See, because that's the snare of the devil. See, God is not the author of confusion. He gives you direct, obedient instruction. Therefore, you might go on in your life and live a prosperous, not only a prosperous, but a peaceful life. There's nothing like peace of mind. It can't be bought. No price on it. Once you lose it, you lose a lot. You know, we, we, we try to gain a lot of things Good morning. By, by adhering to things that we should not adhere to. Did I hear somebody say something that you passed your you? Um, so, so as we, we study this word, as we we have to apply it to our daily walks of life. Therefore, we want to err in a lot of our ways. Get our godly advice and our godly counsel that we might move forward in life and not fall into the pitfalls of life. So with that being said, we're going to get into the uh, the first outline. First outline being the beginning of knowledge. And I'm going to ask that, uh, Catherine, you read the, uh, the King James Version only. We're only going to read the King James Version today. Okay. Good morning. The Proverbs of Solomon, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtly, subtly, to the simple, to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Thank you, Catherine. So we see here, it says the fool despises wisdom and and, uh, and uh, instruction. But Solomon goes on say to know wisdom and instruction. Mm -hmm. To perceive the word of understanding. Say, get wisdom and knowledge, and all you're getting, get understanding. So, once we try to, you can be an educated fool. That means you can have all the education in the world, but can't discern the simple things of life. And it's a lot of us walking around thinking that we're getting by in life through our own incognizance or our own knowledge or our own power. But if truth be told, that's that that's not the case. If truth be told, we're living by the grace of God. Solomon recognized that life possesses a wide variety of options that it's sometimes difficult for us to know what to choose and, and, and what we can rely on. We need to rely, rely on a tutor and a trustworthy standard upon which we can stand. Now the reliable tutor that has been provided to us is the Holy Spirit. And the trustworthy standard is written in the word of God. So if we rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us, that's what he is. He's a comforter and he's a God. And then we rely on the word of God. Then we can go through life without erring in a lot of our ways. There's a lot of pitfalls in life. And, 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 and one bad decision in your life can make a difference. It can make a difference between life and death. 
So if we want to choose wisely, we'll choose God. And if we want to choose God, we got to adhere to his word. Study the soul thyself approve. A workman need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Therefore, we can go through this life without all the pitfalls that we can face in this life. Uh, some young people have not experienced a great deal of life, and they have a tendency to uh, approach life in a, a naive fashion. That goes on to say that they go through life trying to guess what I, they want to do or what direction this life is going to push them in. And a more mature perspective form a mentor who could uh, help one to avoid being deceived, hoodwinked, and uh, bamboozled by false advisors. Everybody needs somebody to help them be better in some kind of way. See, when we close our mind to learning, then we can't grow. See, a good person, a, a good listener is a good learner. Too, oftentimes, we plug our ears up. You can learn something from an idiot, you know, if you, don't, if you adhere to what they're saying. It might not be on the level that they're trying to put it on, but we can learn something from a faith. We can learn something from anyone. Mm -hmm. But once we close our mind to learning, then we don't we don't quit on our growth process. Our growth process is in words, is in deeds, is in experiences. So once we choose to try to grow, we have to always open our mind to learning. Life is a life learning experience. We learn life through our experiences, through what we perceive to what we read and we can gain knowledge but we still might not gain wisdom wisdom is given to us from god it's wisdom comes from god so if you can be the smartest guy in the room but not have wisdom so as we walk through this life and try to achieve the things that we feel we should acquire in this life put god first Say, acknowledge him in all the our ways, and he shall direct our path. We got to let go and let God. That's the only way we prosper in this life. If we try to, we know we can make a mess out of things. Lord knows. If we rewind the VCRs of our mind and just look back on where God has brought us from and how, how the struggles we had to go through to get to the point we are today, we realize we can mess things up. Truly, I'm talking about myself. So if once I turned it over to God, things just, the jagged edges became pretty smooth. And God, I allowed him to guide my footsteps. Of the, 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 the footsteps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So if you truly want to do the things which is right and pleasing in God's sight, get into the word of God and adhere to the word of God. Therefore, you will be a better servant of him who has blessed you to be the person you are today. Uh, anybody want to add anything? Pastor, I, said, I, I know you were saying you wanted to say something. Is this the time you want to say it? I'm okay. Okay, you're okay. Okay. So we feel out the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despite wisdom instruction by son. Hear the instructions of our father and forsake not thy mother. So it goes on to tell us that the fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom and food despise and wisdom and instruction. So we need to listen and adhere to wisdom and instruction. That's wisdom and instruction, not just for anybody and everybody, 
because some people will lead you astray. But if we know a trustworthy source, and that trustworthy source is Jesus Christ, he was number one, he knew the way. He went the way. Then he showed the way. Anytime a person trying to lead you somewhere, pastor say it all the time, he, he, about the people that was, uh, the man standing on the corner and a group of people went past the, the man and he, he said, have you seen a group of people go by here and pastor say, the guy said, yeah, they went by about five minutes ago. He said, I'm their leader. You can't lead from behind. You cannot lead from behind. You gotta lead by example. And that's what Jesus Christ did. He knew no sin. He bled and he suffered for a cause that was not even on him, so that we all might have the same right to the tree of life. So we are being better served because of what Christ did for us and with his life. Anybody else on that first outline? Anybody want to interject? Brother Chairman, Brother Co-Chairman, Pastor, from Bridget, Brother Superintendent. Okay, if not, let's move on to our next outline. Our next outline is don't give in and that's going to cover proverbs uh first chapter eight through the tenth and eleven uh verses uh i didn't ask any of the females from the first outline any uh sister super uh sister uh bridges sister robinson my sister uh, uh, uh yeah i was just uh when you say wisdom comes from god you know you would hear a lot of people years ago thinking that it came from old age that's not true <laughs> you know you. that's why it's good to come to bible study and sunday school so you will know where it came from you can be old and still not be knowledgeable and still Amen. not be wise so, you know because that you know it's good to know that's where wisdom comes from. But people figure, oh, this is an old person, so I'm going to listen to them. Not saying that they don't have good advice, but the, the, the wisdom that's really needed to help us in life comes from God. And if I, that person giving them direction, I think it would be wise for them to let the person know where they got their um, information from and show them where it is in the Bible. Well spoken, spoken Mr. Robinson. Yes, God is our trustworthy source. It's the, people can tell you things, but you need to get the facts. People will tell you something, the first thing you have to tell them, well, I'm going to Google that. Because <laughs> they don't always have the facts. You ever heard of, you tell one person, you tell you got 10 people lined up. You tell the first person one thing. By the time they get to the 10th person, the whole thing doesn't change. So a trustworthy source is something that is verified, something that is written, and that's the only thing the court is going to recognize. If you go before a judge, he want to see documentation, mm -hmm. something that's written, something that's said. He's going to base his information on facts, not hearsay information. We know that the word of God is from eyewitness experiences and that is inspired by God and these men pen these experiences down therefore we might not err. It's nothing new under the sun. Everything that has been done out here is it has been done before. Amen. So if we adhere to the word of God, then we won't fall into these errors of our ways. Basic instructions before we leave earth. 
follow the directions. When all else fails, follow the directions. We too busy trying to put the furniture together, putting this, that, and the other together, and never read the instructions. And then when one piece is still there at the end of the at the end of your experience or your endeavor, and you wonder, well, where did this piece go? It's because you did not read the instructions. If you want to not err in life, if you want to avoid the pitfalls in life, read the instructions. Anybody else? Any other female want to comment before we move on to the second outline? Okay, let's move on to the second outline. Uh, second outline, again, don't give in. That's going to cover Proverbs, first chapter, eighth verse, and the 10th and 11th verses. I'm going to ask that my chairman read that outline. King James only. But chairman? Yes, sir. I'm with you. Uh, wisdom cries without... No. no, no. Don't give in. Proverbs, first chapter, eighth verse, 10th and 11th verse. 10th and 11th verse 8. My yes, son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. My son, if sinner entice thee, consent thy not. If they say, Come of us, let us lay wait for blood, let us lure privately for the innocent without call. Thank you, Deacon Dozier. Right, so we see here. Don't give in. And uh, we see where Solomon used child rearing as the focus of his continued teaching about wisdom. See, any good parent is going to mentor their children on what to do and what not to do, and what to avoid and what to uh, gravitate towards. So, we, as wisdom is like a parent. It, it, it's instruction to keep you out of those pitfalls. I remember my parents gave me warnings and, 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 and tolerated a lot of my wrongdoing. But one day it was a price to pay because if you continue to get wrong and wrong catches up to you. And it's better that your parent whoop you than you, the, the state whoop you or the government whoop you or some other uh, some other device of, of that's going to be used to cause your demise out there in the streets or wherever you're going to be dealt with, then you wish you would have adhered to the instruction that was given to you. And then at that time, it's a little too late because you got to face the consequences of your actions. As I pre-stated, to every action, there's a reaction. So if we go through life to avoid the pitfalls of life, we have to adhere to instructions and directions. If I want to get from point A to point B, I need to know the direction to go. If I want to get somewhere on the east side, I don't start traveling west. No, I follow the, the instructions. There's a sign to say I'm going east. So if I want to go to where we're trying to get to, which is eternal life, I have to follow the, the map that's been given to me. And that's where we fall short. We're too busy about going, we on the freeway of life, and, and we see all the pretty scenery, and we get distracted. And once we get distracted, we get on the detours, the bright lights and the, the city life. And, and sometimes they come with pitfalls, the, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. We want to accumulate all these things. And, 
And, and we say it all the time that either they leave you or you leave it. So build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God unchanging hand because heaven and hell will pass away. But the word of God is going to stand forever. So whatever we're going through and however we choose to, 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 to govern our lives, let it be governed by the true trustworthy source which is the word of God. If we turn to the word of God before we do each and everything in our life, I guarantee that those pitfalls in life can be avoided. It say, my son, if sin entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us wait for blood, let us lurk privately for the innocent without cause, that's just to say, stay away from foolishness. You know right from wrong. You know, even a child, a little babe coming up, one, one year old, if they get to the next to the stove and they realize it's hot, they're not going to go to that stove quite often. We don't have to get burnt time and time and time and time again to not adhere to that. That's the word of God. Because it's food for a hungry soul. It's direction from earth to heaven. It allows us to Avoid those pitfalls of life that the 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 the, the wiles of Satan is trying to to try to entrap us in. He said he's walking around like a hungry lion, seeking to devour those that he can. And it tells us that my people perish because of lack lack of knowledge. So if we try to gain knowledge more so than anything, gain wisdom. Wisdom. Knowledge is not going to get you to where you're trying to go. Get wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding. So we need to understand what we get. And then once we understand what we have, we can apply it to our daily walks of life. We don't even know the blessings we have in our walk with Christ. See, he said we are more than conquerors. And most of us don't even adhere to that. We, we walk through life as if, hey, well, life I, I, I'm a Debbie Downer. Uh, I, life beat me up. No. Turn to God. Let him direct your path. And your life will be peaceful. It will be plentiful. It will be bountiful. And it will be smooth. So as we are here to the word of God and let him direct our path, then we'll better serve because of it. You're doing yourself a favor when you do that. It's only going to affect your end results and it'll be a blessing to those who are with you follow me as i follow christ that's christ said i didn't come i came to do the will of my father we need to all be about our father's business we don't have a will of our own you don't mess things up enough let go let god and this is what solomon was willing to do he was willing to trust god trust god's word Hear to God's word and try to go through life with 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 with, with the bountiful and the blessings of God. When God asked, when Solomon asked God for something, he asked him for wisdom. God grant me wisdom and understanding that I might lead thy people. And that's what for. We need to have wisdom and understanding that we might lead God's people from from tragedy to try and the lord knows it's 
it's it, it, so many pitfalls out there. It's drugs, it's alcoholism, it's prostitution. It's we got everything just prevalent in our face. We got casinos, we got the lottery. Anything you want to do to make your life miserable is out there. So if you try to live your life guided by the unction of the Holy Spirit and the trustworthy source, which is the word of God, then you'll be better served because of it. There's no greater blessing than that you can get from God. The lottery ain't got to bless you. God has already blessed you. The casino ain't got to bless you. God has already blessed you. He woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. So if you're looking for a blessing, you better look at yourself. Look at that person in the mirror because you are a blessing. Because if truth be told, if if, if if truth be told, we most of us should be dead sleeping in our grave. But God has spared you another opportunity to give tell of his goodness and tell of his grace. Okay. Anybody else on that, that, that outline? I would like to say something, Deacon Boyd. Go ahead, Deacon Dozier. In verse 10, it says, My son, if sinners entice thee, Gentlemen. We get in problem. We got a pastor. We got a heavenly father we can call on. We got deacons. We got Sunday school teachers. We got everybody that is godly. But we will go to ungodly people for them to give us advice. We'll every problem. We won't go to our pastor or somebody in the church that is teachable or know the word of God. We'll go to an unsaved person and ask them for advice. We'll go to somebody that ain't married and ask them to give us married advice. How can they give us married advice and they ain't never been married? But Amen. that's what we know. And Solomon is saying some good stuff there. Amen. If sinner entice thee, consents thou not. Don't listen to that foolishness. Go to your pastor if you got problems. Amen. Amen. God, if you got a problem. He can fix it. He told Abraham, ain't nothing too hard for him. He made the heaven and the earth. He can tell the wind to hush up, the wind to help the hush. He can tell the sun to shine in the United States and the moon to go over Japan and shine. He made us. Why not go to him with every problem we have? That's Why so not true. Go to some worldly person with problems. Amen. I. You you said a mouthful there, Brother Chairman. Pastor, is it your, you wanted to say something or keep moving? I'm enjoying the lesson. Keep moving. Praise the Lord. Okay, do I get a woman's perspective before we move to the next outline? Don't let Catherine steal the show now. <laughs> <laughs> Chantel, I see you Good there. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just basically see, feel that. I mean, we'll know that we shouldn't be influenced by others, that we should go to Amen. God. Meaning like reading your Bible and getting out of his word and what he wants for us. Praise the Lord. Chantel, that's what I'm spoken. God is no short of his word. Everything we're going through has been done out already. And he just helped <laughs> us to prevent those pit snares and pitfalls in life. But Jeremy, you said something else? I'm all right now. I'm all right. We're gonna we're gonna move Digger on. Board. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody? Back. Okay, Pastor. I'm sorry. Uh, I like the first verse 
because it corresponds with their their outline to say, "Don't give in." Amen. So many of us, and he was telling us, "Don't give in to sinners' ways. Follow the instruction of your mother, your father, and mother." Mm-hmm. Now, I, I believe it's the sixth chapter of of uh, Ephesians, where I say, "Honor your father and mother." And and, and and your days will be long. And and father, don't entice your sons to anger. What, what my point is this: that we that are leaders got to show that we are, are, are following the instruction. You said in in your teaching says, uh, "Follow me as I follow Christ." You see what I'm saying? Amen. And a lot of times, people won't come to us because we're not reflecting in our lives. No wisdom, no understanding, and God's ways. You know what I'm saying? Amen. When Doja prayed, he said, "Let us uh, add this to our. Let us uh, 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 add it to our lives. Let us live what we what we teaching." So that's the key. People got to see you as we've been teaching on wisdom. People got to see something in you. You see what I'm saying? Amen. And you got to earn that respect. You got to earn that that you are following the law, doing what the law say. And and I think think this wisdom is, is something else. Catherine brought out a very good point. You don't have to have gray hair and be old have wisdom. Wisdom comes from God, as you stated in your uh, intro. He said, if any man, in the book of James, the second chapter, he said, if any man seek a wisdom, let him ask of God, and he will give it to you upbraid. So wisdom comes with God, come that way. You can have knowledge, you can have knowledge though. But if you don't have no wisdom, you said it, but we said it back in the day, if you got knowledge, no wisdom, you just educate a fool. Amen. You need, you need wisdom. You need wisdom that you might be able to disperse the knowledge that you have. Wisdom and knowledge go together. No knowledge and no wisdom, you just not you, you just not gonna make it. Wisdom is nothing but good common sense. Good common sense. That's what you need to take up. Give me good common sense how to explain the knowledge that I have. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And you can go to college and get all the knowledge you want, but you don't know how to discourage that knowledge, then you're a problem. You got a problem. You got a problem. So knowledge, get knowledge from the word of God and give you the wisdom and the Holy Spirit to give you the how to use that. Wisdom come from God. I like Amen. it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into our last and final outline. That outline is lesson to wisdom. And I'm going to ask that, uh, Mary, you got your book. Did you get a book? Sister Walter. Did you get a book? No, I have a Bible. I'm here. Okay, you know, uh, okay, because it, it bounced around in this. I'm going to have somebody. Uh, Sister Terrell, you got a book? No, nope, I, I, I got five. Okay, read. 22 uh, to 33? Yeah. 22, 22, and 32, and 33. Wisdom quiet without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. 
She crieth in the chief place of concourse in the openings of the gates. In the city, she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. 32 33 says, for the, turning, for the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. So hearkeneth until me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Thank you, Sister Walters. So Solomon portrayed a personified wisdom as something that is, that is, uh, that is hidden. And those who pay attention, they're going to learn much from it. See, we have to seek wisdom. He said, seek the wisdom and the knowledge. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So Amen. Seeking wisdom and knowledge, then we ain't not going to gain. Because God, they say wisdom cries out. She uttered her voice in the street. That means she's in plain sight. She's crying out. Her voice is in the street. And they say, how long, you simple ones, will be love simplicity? That goes and say, you're not listening. You ever heard a person, you're talking to them, you're talking to you, blue in the face, and they ain't heard a word you said. And that's like we are as Christians today. God is talking to us. Are we listening? Are we hearing anything he's saying? Look what we're going through right now. All this pandemic, all these protests, take it to the Lord. He's worked it out. He will work it out. It, we done pulled the band-aid off of racism, sexism, bigotry, <coughs> famine, disease. All this stuff is right in our face now, prevalent. Well, how many people have you seen adhering to the word of God? All these protests are, where are they pointed at? The politicians. God it, it tells us the heart of the evil king is in the hand of God. How many times have we turned to God and said, God, I know you're working this thing out. Yeah. Trust in his word. Trust in the, that, that, that he's going to do, and he's going to prevail. Mm -hmm. And so we have to go through these things. The death of, of, of George Floyd just opened up a lot of deaf ears. The sleeping elephant in the room has been awakened. Mm -hmm. We know what we've been dealing with through our lives. Mm -hmm. Now it's brought to the forefront. And there's a lot of people you know, But more so, God is trying to do something about it. It's, it's saved for the turning away of the simple shall sleep them. And the prosperity of fools shall be destroyed. Right. Because remember when Eric Deborah squash. Emma, Emma, somebody's talking. <laughs> okay, so, but who's hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. That's just to say, put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in God. Amen. The battle is truly not ours. It's the Lord. If we're living right and we're being discerned by wisdom and by our knowledge, mm -hmm. we can gain the ground that God has for us. The children of Israel, they said nothing good could come out of Nazareth. But God brought the best thing he could out of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. See, 
he take the foolish things to confound the wise. Oh no, God, God is his word is not gonna be mine. Yeah. And he's only gonna let these things go on only for a time period before he step in and intervene. And once God step in, you just gotta watch out. You just gotta move back. But that's what we should have been doing all along. Right. As soon as we thought we had it under control, we, we got a few jobs, we got a few nickels, we were able to move in the neighborhood. We thought we had arrived. Trust me, you have not arrived. All right. It's a long road ahead. And if you're trying to travel that road without God, without your GPS, then you're going to run into a detour. Because it's something going to rear up in your life that's going to cause you to stumble and fall. Mm -hmm. Your job is not going to keep you. Your finances, your money in your bank is not going to keep it because that can run out. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and let him direct your path. And that's what we as Christians have failed to do. We use God as a spare type. And then once the spare gets flat, then what you do? We need to trust in God because he can be the four wheel that's going to take us where we need to go. Amen. Quit leaning on your own understanding. Yes, trust in his word. Adhere to his word. Right. Be guided by the Holy Spirit. Because mm -hmm. God's word is trustworthy. Yes, God's sir. word is true. It will get you from earth to eternity. My Lord. So if we're going to continue to do, to do our own thing, if you're going to pray, don't worry. But if you're going to worry, don't pray. Because prayer is talking to God. And God is already, he knows your problems. He's already working those problems out. So we need to adhere to the word of God. And we need to trust God. And we need to seek wisdom and knowledge. Listen to wisdom. That's what this last five line is. Listen to wisdom. Just like a good parent, they do not want to see any hurt, harm, or danger come to their children. God is that good parent. Jesus Christ is our big brother. He has led, led he's been a perfect example for us. He, he knew no sin. He bled, he suffered for our cause. Now let us suffer a little for the cause of Christ. It's what you do for him is what's going to last in the end. All that you accumulated, all you're trying to accumulate, that's all good for right now. But one day, we meet our maker, and it's only what we do for him is what's going to come. Bottom line is, you got to choose this day, you got to choose on who and what you're going to serve. As for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. All right. It's second time. We're at ten o'clock. Uh, Pastor, you got anything you want to add, brother? Superintendent. Uh, I got. I got a question. Was in our Sunday school book on page seven. Well, it said this: What do you think? What are the difference between knowledge and wisdom, and why are both important? Did you see that? He said, what's, what's the difference? What do you think? 
what are the difference between knowledge and wisdom and why are both important? That's the question I'm asking somebody. Sunday school, so sorry. That's how I looked it up in the West, uh, in the book of the Western Dictionary, say knowledge, the state of fact or knowing awareness or understanding gained through experience or study. Wisdom is the understanding of what is true, right, or lasting. Common sense, good judgment. Common sense, that's right. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you how to, real quick, let me tell you how to explain to a school. You can have, you know, you know a train got to have a track, right? Amen. If you just have a track and don't have a train, it's no good, right? Amen. Amen. So they go together like, like the track is the knowledge and wisdom is the train. If you don't have both of them, it's no good. Both of them is important. Can't run without both of them. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So wisdom and knowledge is very important. Knowledge you can get in the school. To run that knowledge, you get it from God. So it's common sense. A lot of people don't have common sense. You can believe that. Trust me. Amen. Amen. A lot of us. Amen. 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 I don't want to say a lot of people. Amen. Oh, Lord, we ask you to help us to be more like you each day. We want to be faithful, loving followers of you. We thank you for your presence in our lives. We know that without you, we will be lost. It is Jesus, and it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn it back over.